Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook him up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. I woke up to the morning sky first. Oh, yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. You had better. Let's wake him up. Get him up. Get him going. It's Friday on Hook Him Up with Ian Rod B. Another warm day on the way. 59 degrees already in Austin, Texas. A little cooler than yesterday, but still going to be plenty warm. Spring-like conditions for your Friday, 23 February, and a lot to do. It's going to be a beautiful weekend weather-wise, busy weekend sports-wise. Lots to preview. Austin FC opens up their 2024 season. Longhorn baseball, Longhorn softball, Longhorn hoops, both men's and women's. Be a busy weekend, so we'll preview that. Coming up, NBA's back from its all-star break. All three Texas teams in action last night. Mavericks keep streaking. We'll get you details on that coming up. Uh, Rod will also take you behind the burn orange curtain this hour. We've got a lot to do. Be a busy Friday. We appreciate you being there for our five-hour morning-by-morning conversation. Wherever you find us each morning, each day here on The Horn. Could be on 101.9 FM, maybe AM 1260. And, of course, always streaming for you digitally, live and local, right there on The Horn app and at hornfm.com. That Horn app so easy to download to your smartphone, touch of a button, you've got us locked in wherever you are in the 512, all over the great state, all over the world as we launch on this Friday morning. Appreciate you doing it each and every day. Share share with a friend as well. Tell a friend about uh, Hook'em Up with Ian Rod B. Appreciate you doing that. Uh, look who it is. He's made it uh, right on time as usual into our South Austin Onion Creek compound. He is our shutdown corner five hours a day, five days a week out of Houston, Texas. The uh, 713 down there, DB High, on his way to DBU. Here in the 512, a long, lifetime Longhorn if there ever was one. Also off to the NFL for half a decade. Now doing, uh, gosh, 15, 16, 17 years of great radio and media here in Austin, Texas and beyond. Uh, he is Blackstradamus himself, the football theorist, proud papa of Baby Monroe. Good morning, Rod Babers. Uh, good morning, Ian. I appreciate the intro and the hospitality as always. Uh, yeah, good to be on uh, a Friday. Unfortunately, not a football Friday, but we will talk plenty of football. We'll go behind the burnt orange curtain, uh, and we'll talk some uh, Texas football uh, there. We'll also uh, talk some football when we do Rod's rant of the day. Uh, so we also uh, will get into um, something that we discussed yesterday um, that – Man, once again, uh, we kind of foreshadowed uh, what was actually going to happen in college football as it regards to the uh, EA Sports uh, new college football video game that's coming out. Um, there's already been a, um, a shift, uh, if you will, um, with the high-end players. Um, they're going to get a little bit more money. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah well. we talked about that yesterday. We were like, man, $600 don't seem like it's enough. It wasn't enough. Not for the big-time not for the big time players. Not for the more recognizable players with the big names. So we'll get into that, too, coming up a little bit later on. And, yeah, I want to talk some NBA. I kept telling you all about Luke. I'm telling you. I want to say Black Shredama said it, but Luke is going to win the MVP. Going to win the MVP. I, I'm telling you. I, I said it weeks ago. The, the Mavs keep winning, and they're winning. 
Luke's going to win MVP. We'll talk about that, too. Before we get started, uh, we got to give a shout-out to those who serve, of course, each and every morning. We do it, and we're proud to do it. Uh, we don't do it enough, actually. Uh, our society built on the selflessness of service, so all those out there serving in any capacity, God, country, our community, we appreciate you and everything that you do. The soldiers, first responders, teachers, nurses, can't name all the professions, can't name all the people, uh, but we do want to say thank you each and every morning. You're top of mind and top of heart. We appreciate you. Also yesterday foreshadowed uh, uh, another college football conversation surrounding the, 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 the calendar uh, because we talked about it. The SEC apparently already made, pushing for major changes to the early signing period in college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll dive into that as well, all things college football, pro football, and a lot, of, a lot of hoops as well. Let's get to the other headlines, top stories to start your uh, week ending Friday. Top Gun Reynolds and Lawn Equipment bring you the top news, and it includes the University of Texas System Board of Regents yesterday approving officially the raise and contract extension for Texas head football coach Steve Sarkeesian. Boosts his guaranteed salary to over $10 million annually now. New deal runs through 2030. Four-year extension makes Coach Sark one of the highest-paid coaches in the country. After the Horns won the Big 12 last season, earned its first appearance in the college football playoff. Board of Regents also approved extensions for tight ends coach Jeff Banks, offensive coordinator Kyle Flood, and defensive coordinator Pete Kwiatkowski. Uh, busy weekend for Texas athletics, as usual. Tonight at UFCU Dishfall Field should be a beautiful night for baseball to see the Longhorns open their second series of the young season, hosting Cal Poly. Also play Cal Poly tomorrow, uh, 6.30 tonight, by the way, 1.30 tomorrow, 1 o'clock on Sunday for that three-game set. Second-ranked Texas softball team off to a dominating 8-0 start to their season. They're going to host the Lone Star Invitational over at McCombs Field beginning today with a doubleheader. They'll play a doubleheader tomorrow and again on uh, single game on Saturday. Uh, Colorado State, Stanford, and Louisiana. The three other teams participating in college hoops. Rodney Terry and his Longhorns make their final scheduled trip into the venerable, venerable Fog Allen Fieldhouse. They'll play ninth-ranked Kansas tomorrow afternoon. The Fog has not been kind to Texas, but has it kind to many. Longhorns are 2-17 and 17 all-time in that historic old barn. Game tips tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. Uh, Fifth-ranked Texas women, meanwhile, in Orlando. Tomorrow at high noon, they'll face Central Florida. One of their three remaining regular season games. Q2 Stadium packed and frenzied for the first time tomorrow night in 2024. Austin FC opens their regular season. Host Minnesota United at 7.30. NBA back from its all-star break last night, including in Dallas where the Mavericks picked up where they left off before the break. Luka Doncic scored, 20, uh, scored 41. Kyrie Irving added 29. Mavericks uh, roll past Phoenix, 123-113. Seven straight now for Dallas. They've climbed into the sixth spot in the Western Conference standings. Also last night, Houston got blown out in New Orleans. Spurs lost at Sacramento. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. A new year and a new store. Come see our new Buta location at 200 Trademark Drive to rent, buy, or repair any construction and lawn equipment you need. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Uh, yeah, man, Mavs are trending, right? It's the longest winning streak they've had since 2011. Oh, that's a long time. I didn't realize that. I know they were on a streak into the break, and they picked it up coming out beating Kevin Durant and company last night. I mean, at 41 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds, 4 steals for Luka. Uh, I think it's Lucas' time to win the MVP just because now Joel and B can't win it. I think he's out of it based on the amount of game, the new rule about the amount of games you have to play just to be in the uh, in in the run any running the candidate a candidate to be a MVP or have any of the major awards. I, I'm telling you, the, the Mavs defense actually it got better as the game went on too. I mean that's that's one thing they have to improve on. But the defense looks like now it's kind of finding its form. But as long as Luka and Kyrie are playing like that, yeah, when they're on the floor together, they're as good as offensive yeah. teams you're going to find, and they are playing better defense. My only my only argument with you when uh, you said Luka's win the MVP is they were sitting in the nine seed. 
And like, you know, yeah. they're, they're eight, nine, you're playing, yeah, playing, okay. playing game teams. But, at that know, time. Yeah, at you're that right. Time. But, he, but he had already, he's already posted a 70-point game this year. Nah, man. Uh, he's, you know, he's the best scorer in the game, arguably, when he's on and, uh, and healthy. And he's cranking right now. And, yeah, they've climbed to the sixth seed and climbing. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, they keep climbing into that top four of the Western Conference. He absolutely becomes uh, the, the front runner uh, with Joel Embiid out. You know, Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic has won it back-to-back Jokic years. Has, I think that's some, yeah, a little bit of fatigue with him. That's He probably should get a third, but I think they'll be fatigued. They want, people want something fresh. Well, and we've talked for, uh, for quite a while about, uh, you know, as LeBron James kind of rides off into the sunset, this this very well should be and could be Luka's league, right? I mean, Luka's, you know, at a very young age was one of the top five players in the league. It's been about team success for him right now. He's uh, His team has just been okay. They did make the run to the Western Conference Finals a couple of years ago. Uh, maybe this is the team with Kyrie Irving giving him the, you know, that number two to go with an improved roster in general that they can make a run through the playoffs obviously the, the mvp is about regular season um you know performance and uh, he very well could be on his way to He's his first mvp leading the league in scoring top three in assists top seven in steals second in the nba and made threes and now the mavs have won seven straight and they're what 10 games above 500 i'm telling you look out for luca when it comes to the mvp conversation um, Shay Gilgis Alexander, I'm sure, will have something to say about that. I mean, he's been having a fantastic year, too. And like you said, Nikola Jokic will have something to say about it. But I don't know. I feel like this may be the year for him. If the, the Mavs can keep winning, they got to keep winning. You can't be a loser in winning the MVP award. I'm not going to let that happen. So. No question about it. Ty yeah. Henderson, our producer, is a big Dallas Mavericks fan and Dallas fan hey. in general. Ty's back from his uh, little, little bout with the, being under the weather yesterday. What's up, T.Y.? You feeling good about the Mavs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm bought in. Oh, <laughs> exactly. It's it's hard to get Ty bought in. Ty don't just buy into stuff like that now, man. He he, mm-hmm. he sold his Cowboys allegiance last year, and he uh, was right. And he was right. <laughs> well, remember the Texas Rangers? Uh, he he, yeah. he bought, and then he sold. Yeah, he back and forth then he bought long. back. Uh, yeah. That was kind of. But that year. was hard to predict, though. Everybody will admit the Rangers. You know, this is this, they were ahead of schedule. And I don't know if it was supposed to happen this year. At one point, they, it did look dire for the Rangers. I'll admit that. Well, they slumped in August of last oh, year. Oh man, it looked remember. terrible. Fell apart, but the trade deadline moves they made uh, were right on cue. And uh, baseball season right around the corner, Rod. Uh, at least, of course, the Longhorns college season's already opened. And a lot of college baseball in the area this weekend with that Carbock Classic out of Del Diamond and the uh, Longhorns over at UFC Dishville Field. But their spring training games will begin coming up, so we'll get uh, Rangers and Astros going. But, yes, NBA hitting its, uh, hitting its push here, the push to the regular season. Ties bought in on the Dallas Mavericks. Outside of Luka and Kyrie, Ty, what are you seeing with the Mavs that gives you uh, optimism uh, for Jason Kidd and the squad? Uh, Dwight Powell not in the rotation, number <laughs> one. Powell, everyone's least favorite Man, Maverick people player. People hate on Dwight Howard. I mean, Dwight Powell. They, they don't, they don't like hate him. on – actually, they hate on both. No. <laughs> no, so gosh, like, Dwight I think Howard they, and Dwight Powell. They, they, they don't like Dwight. They don't like the Dwight Schrute either. <laughs> the Dwight's getting hated on. Yeah, no, that was like a Freudian slip there. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I mean, I, I know a lot of Mass fans, and yes, they all complain about Dwight Powell. Going back in the day, that was always the case. But I'm telling you, the Mavs are they're they're, they're Dwight, trending. Dwight Powell is like if Brock Cunningham, he's like their the, their version of Brock Cunningham, but that doesn't work in the NBA. Like having that call, like that you know the gritty, uh, hard yeah, yeah. playing guy. Like I don't yeah. I don't know. He always seems to miss a free throw when he needs to make one, or he's just like a six nine center. That doesn't work in the NBA, especially when you can't shoot threes. No, I'll agree with you on that. That's a good point. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I just, uh, like I said, I, I don't know. I, I, I saw it before it happened. I think the Mavs were, you know, when, when it started, especially when they made the trade. And I heard a lot of the insiders talking about the, that trade and how it was going to impact Luka. Uh, I felt good about, you know, picking Luka. 
predicting Luca for the MVP. Okay, so how about this for the EA, uh, the EA Sports College football game? Which, so, which part, when's the uh, the launch date of this thing? Like, we keep, another still not that out. is, yeah, I don't know oh, if they have because no, they're still working out some stuff. Okay, they're still working out. Final some touches stuff. on the yeah, uh, yes. video game. Yeah, they still got to get guys to opt in. Yeah. Still, <laughs> they don't even know actually who's going to be on the game yet. Um, but once they get that stuff, it'll roll pretty quickly. I mean, trust me, they've been working on it already. Um, okay, so first of all, uh, more than five thousand because you have to remember this is the story from yesterday was you had to opt in, and if you opted into the video game, you were going to get a six hundred dollar kind of flat fee. $600 for your name, image, and likeness. And I, 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 they didn't even really, really say if that was for like a year-by-year year thing. Did you ever hear that yes. was annu- I, I it's annually? Read, I, I read subsequently that it's going to be – An annual that would thing? Be, that would be like 600 so you got to opt in every year? Yeah. Okay. Every, right. every, well, every time they launch, they, 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 they put out a new game. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's good then. Okay. Anyway. Every so, time they put out a game and you're included in it. You're included in it. You get that $600 fee. The, the remark I made yesterday was that's a low low. That's a little low. For that's a, a low low. For a game that's going to make billions. <laughs> yes. And how much did you say that, that they're worth? Like $33 billion, $37 billion? Uh, EA Sports is uh, yeah, about, like valued that. at $37 billion. $37 billion. All right. And remember, I told you guys that when – remember, they negotiated uh, once, you know, the Ed O'Bannon case. They negotiated for – the uh, basically for the for the past game and all the violations of these guys' name, image, and likeness, um, they negotiated a, a a settlement of I think some guys got around a thousand. I think that was the the. The, the average that everybody got. But some guys, if you were on the game for four years, you got like 5000 or something like that. So they negotiated the settlement for everybody's name, image, and likeness they used before they discontinued the game. And even it was above the $600. So they got now more than 5,000 college athletes to opt in, which is really good news. Um, Including Quinn Ewers. Uh, yes, but there is a there is actually a little bit of a different situation with the Quinn Ewers of the world, which we'll get to. Um, so they did get that. They got a hundred and you know, say they got one hundred and thirty FBS schools that'll be uh, represented, and they already got guys from a, like one hundred and thirty schools. So they're talking, that's a really good sign. Um, but there is apparently a a different situation with some of the I don't know the the big name players, the top players. Um, EA Sports negotiated side NIL deals with some of the bigger name players, uh, such as the list here includes Jalen Milrow, uh, Malachi Moore, uh, Cade Klubnick's on this list, Travis Hunter from Colorado's on this list, Quinn Ewers is on this list, Taj Brooks is on this list from Texas Tech. They, basically, the star players of teams, especially the quarterback, um, they decide to negotiate separate NIL deals, which will pay those guys that have not been released exactly what the amount is, a higher fee than the $600 flat fee. There you go. So makes that. sense. Makes sense. Get you know, get 600 for for to cover everybody, and then negotiate yes. with whoever are going to be the top players in in, the, in that year's college football season. You can negotiate because they have they have representatives now, right? They've yes, got people you exactly. can talk to. And uh, that are cutting NIL deals for the players. So, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like a, some type of pay, pay, paid partnership um, that they are getting now. And that said they're working with – remember Open Doors? They're one of the companies that tracks NIL transactions across the country. They're the ones who said Texas was the, the top NIL <laughs> uh, program in the country at one point. Um, it says working with Open Doors, EA Sports is signing side NIL deals with the top players to promote the game. Those are more than the $600 opt-in. That was reported by OM3. Uh, top fee, uh, it says, um, it actually also says that they're going to get the, the top athletes um, 
to to do this from other sports too. Um, side NIL deals, not in regards to the college football game, but this is something else. They're, they're not just stopping with football in terms of these side deals, but there you go. So they got a lot of, I don't know exactly how it works, um, and I don't know exactly what the fee is, but and we talked about it yesterday. $600 wasn't enough to get all the big-time players. I think they already had a plan in place. It wasn't enough, so those guys will get a little bit more. And that was very likely the plan all along, because again, there's there's it eleven thousand like players, and yeah. you get a six hundred blank fee for the you know third string offensive lineman. There's getting you know if he opts in, right? I mean, yeah. uh, the players in the game, yeah. so you're covering the, the the players that are playing. But then, yes, obviously you're going to go, they're going to ask for a bit more, and um, was probably budgeted that way for them. And uh, here we we just heard about the the, the blank fee first, uh, so here we go. Oh, they also announced the they announced the broadcasters, I should say, for the game too. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, uh, we didn't. Make it? Uh, no, <laughs> Craig Way should have been on there. That's Absolutely. my name. We love Craig Way. Uh, Kirk Herb Street uh, says confirmed voices in EA Sports. Kirk Herb Street, Chris Fowler, uh, David Pollock, Jesse Palmer, and Kevin Connors will be your voices for the game, according to On Three. There you go. So there you could, they leave out anybody? Uh, give me, give them to me again. It is uh, Kirk Herb Street, Chris Fowler, David Pollock, Jesse Palmer, Kevin Connors. Where's Gus Johnson? That's that was it. Oh, hey, Gus say, Johnson. Did they leave off anybody? Gus Johnson is one of those voices that definitely should have been on there. They must have couldn't have worked out a deal, or maybe there was a conflict with EA Sports and whatever company he that represents him. I don't know. I'm with you. Gus seemed like a no-brainer. But there you go. That's that sounds uh, like they just took ESPN guys, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. It, cut, cut a deal with one network, essentially. Seems uh, that way. Seems like it worked out that way. Yep. Uh, all right. So there you go. Uh, Football game will be out. Ty and uh, yeah, I don't know. You don't. Will you play? Will you play that video game? I won't game? have time. No, there's no way. Why? Yeah, I'm not. Let me I, sit down I, and play a two, three hour game. Nope, not happening. Ties in. Ties in, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all oh, right. Yeah, Ty Young. It's, it's, it's a young man's thing. You can, a young man. You can do. I know that generation is now older. So now that generation, hell, they were, they were gaming when I played. So now there are older gamers than there used to be. But man, the time that you just spend on the game. The four, the four, just random four hours that you could devote to it. Who's got that now? Y'all do that on the golf course, though. Sure, we do. They do it on the golf course. I guess it's what you prioritize, but it's hard to do it on a game. I can't. Yeah, at least golfing is it's good for you. Outside. You're out walking. Nature. You know, yeah, you're out getting some physical activity in a game. You just, you just sit there. Drinking apple juice, usually. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Yeah, but yeah, I got you. Though. I guess it's what you, whatever you prioritize. Yeah, that's what you do. Gamers are getting older, though. Yeah, well, yeah, you, a lot of people – what do you do with your downtime, right? What do you do with your R&R? Is it you know, sit on a, play on a golf course or yep. sit in a, in a deer blind somewhere and go out hunting and fishing? Right. You know, people spend hours fishing and hours never catch fishing. a fish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right you know, about just that. Just the way that goes. I mean, different strokes for different folks, as we like to say. That's the, that, ain't that the truth. Some people veg and watch television all day long. You, know? uh, you could do it, yeah. I mean, I, I don't turn my TV on until late. I try to not to even turn it on until Some I'm Some people exercise. We just had the Austin Marathon last last weekend. People spend, you know, 10 hours a day running. Whatever floats your boat, man. <laughs> Whatever floats That's your right. boat. That's right. And video games for a lot of – Well, you know, the way you can spend time with your, with your young, you know, kids if they play video games. They try to play video games together. Well, look, That's I mean, quality time. 
you say what you want, young people do play the video games, and it grows the sport. I mean, how many kids know, know uh, worldwide soccer because of the soccer game, the FIFA game, right? They don't oh, know yeah. a lot about soccer, but they know the players. Uh, you know, Madden, Madden has brought uh, – I remember my, 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 my nephew growing up, he didn't even watch football, but he knew as, he knew as much football as anybody because he played the game all the time. Yep. We just sit and talk football, his favorite players. Education. Like, you, don't, you don't even watch the games. Oh, no, I, I play the video game. Yeah. I, I, I know these no, guys. It educates you on the game. And, and college football has not had that for, you know, 10 years now. And they, they did say, I did read also, they're going to have individual playbooks, so they're going to try their best to replicate playbooks of different teams, favorite plays, stuff like that. Oh, wow. Is, oh, man, that's That's it. in depth. If they – I don't know how they would get it right, but, I, I mean, there's access to – there are people that track plays. I anyway, I track plays, too, for Texas, but they go deeper than me. They actually track the actual play types, and they actually, you know, categorize them and things of that nature. You actually could do it. You can just pay those people for their information. And you can track what kind of plays Texas runs, how often they run the swing route with this combination of routes and all that kind of stuff. And if you do, I guess technically you can use that in the game. Yeah, makes yeah. sense because if you're, you're coaching you're, clinics, you're they picking give up, your favorite team, you want it to kind of rep, replicate yeah. your favorite team and how they play. Yeah, and uh, they got coaching clinics, and coaches give up a lot of their favorite plays in coaching clinics. They give up that stuff. Now they want to, like I said, are they going that in depth? I don't know. But it did say here the EA Sports VP said you almost could say there's 134 different ways to play. Um, he said college football will have different playbooks and play styles that match every team. Interesting. So now the, uh, the, yeah. the college football video game comes back to rival the NFL one. And it's interesting, Rod, you know, this week's been big in college football with the announcement of the 12-team playoff and the unanimous vote. Already talking about 14 or 16. Oh, yeah. well, how about this? I mean, uh, if you look at the calendar, this is, you know, the 12-team version now going to happen this year and next year. But uh, I read uh, from John Aron in the Varsity Newsletter that, uh, uh, you know, if you look at the, the, the calendar for 2024, the first-round games in the college football 12-team playoff round will be played on December 20th, which is a Friday, and de- December 21st, which is a Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to go head-to-head with uh, some NFL games. Yeah, because the NFL moves in on NFL, Saturdays. Yeah, the NFL is always – once, once, once college football season's been over, yeah. they start dropping some Saturday games. Mm-hmm. And there are Saturday NFL games scheduled for, or likely to be scheduled for that day. And here's it says, multiple sources have told me, this is John Aron, that uh, executives at the NFL League office were not happy about CFP's chutzpah in scheduling games that day. And they've been left scratching their heads as to why the CFP would encroach on their veritable turf. Uh, you ain't your turf. The NFL does that, man. The NFL will do that to other leagues and other. For sure. Uh, right, do it to the NBA all the time. They took over Christmas for the NBA. They're going to, you talk about it. Hell, they're probably going to encroach on All-Star Weekend when they at the 18th game eventually. The, I, listen, I love the NFL, but the NFL, they treat the sports calendar like a monopoly board. And every offseason, they're trying to buy more and more property. And they already own the best property on the monopoly board. They own the best property because they have the winner. Like the, you know, well, that's those, what I'm saying. I mean, those winter months. When the NFL says the hoodspur, some are like, well, are they crazy? Well, they're going to try to go head to head. And don't you know the NFL is going to schedule good games that day, at least the games they think they will be good on December oh, yeah. the 21st. No, the NFL is not afraid to compete. I mean, no, they're not at all. So yeah. that'll be interesting. I mean, how, you know, how do those – those are obviously playoff games for college football, regular season games for the NFL, but they're climactic playoff or regular season games coming down to the end of the season. So uh, yeah. it is interesting. Nope. That's uh, really the first time we'll see them go head to head on the same day. Um, Saturday, you know, if the NFL does indeed drop 
uh, Saturday games. Oh, the NFL's the not running from it. They're not running from that competition. No, no, they'll they'll put their product up against anybody. And the NFL's cocky about it, right? I mean, they should be. You look at the top 100 most watched programs of 2023, and 93 of them <laughs> were NFL games. Only three of them were college football games. Three. Yeah. So the NFL's not scared. But remember, I told you my prediction is my black Stradamus prediction that the that college football is going to double, maybe even triple the amount of watched games once they get this college football playoff 12-team went off the ground. And I think that's what they're banking on. That's why they're like, no, 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 we're not afraid of the NFL. Now with this, now with this product. Now with this product because it'll be the best college football. And it'll be the first one, too. So they'll get big ratings for it. And we'll see if they can, I don't know, threaten the NFL, the, on the NFL face-off with the NFL. Yeah. Well, in this newsletter, John Aron, Aron says uh, the NFL executives are aggrieved because CFP officials met with them as they worked through the schedule and simply did not take heed of the league's desire to schedule games on that Saturday. So last year on that same scheduled Saturday, uh, they had that was the game, the uh, the Bills Chargers on Peacock. Mm-hmm. They also had the Bengals Steelers on NBC. Yep. And, um, you know, at this point, there'll be you know four playoff games going on on two, sounds like two Friday, two Saturday essentially, two Friday night okay. probably, and then two Saturday. Remember, those will be on-campus games mm-hmm. uh, of the, the yep. higher-seeded team. So, I mean, it's conceivable it could be a game here in Austin that weekend I, with the yeah. Longhorns. I mean, it's yeah, I, mean, I guarantee you it's going to get big ratings. Will it challenge the NFL? It'll all come down to, like you said, what are the records in the NFL? Or is it, is it going to be intriguing games? Is it going to be games that people think really matter in terms of their team making the playoffs? But, I mean, the NFL's king. <laughs> Basically, college football, three of the most, three of the top 100 most watched games last year. Hell, the NBA didn't have any. No. Of college course. basketball didn't have any. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> these are the two most popular sports in the country. Yeah. Uh, in the United Baseball States. didn't have any. No, I mean you could add up. I mean, God, you add up the other major sports, and they don't equal the NFL. I mean, combine them. Uh, they just no. they don't even compete. Yeah. But. But college football can. Uh, they, I mean, and that's, again, it's the two most popular sports in, the, yeah. in, in this country, this uh, 1 and 1A, one and, uh, you know, and that's why the NFL draft is so popular because people, you know, come together. College football fans watch it and, and see where their favorite players go. Longhorns could have as many as 10, 11 drafted this year. Uh, and, of course, NFL teams, because, you know, we live in Austin, Texas, so college football, crazy town. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, you get to, to a lot of cities, especially back east, they don't even pay attention to college football. No, they don't It's care. all NFL. It's all NFL. Some, uh, some people. Buffalo, New York, or, yeah. um, you know, some of these places, they don't even – Kansas City, they and don't Pocket care about City's college country, football. They, well, they could care less about Yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. And a lot of it, right? And then they get the biggest TV audience, and that'll be interesting to see going head-to-head because it sounds like by this story that uh, the NFL advised them, hey, look, don't, uh, don't, don't, do put, don't poke the bear. Don't do it. Uh, don't schedule don't on do our it, Saturday. Man. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Well, it's they're going to do it. And then college football saying, Saturday's our thing. Yeah, we're we, Saturday. We're Saturday, and we want to expand our brand to another Saturday. Then we should be able to. We give you guys Sunday. I mean, it's you got to share Sunday it with, and Monday. You got to share Thursday. With, you got to share it with the Lord. But that's you get Sunday. Sunday yes. is your thing. Yeah, you get Monday. Though. And the NFL is trust me, they're famous for this because they they expand the combine to make it longer, so they get so they can expand it to a week, so they can take up more and more. They expand the draft, right? They make the draft longer. They do this all the time. And yet they get bad at college football, or they discourage college football from doing it. No, college football, do your thing. Now, will you get the ratings? I don't know. That's a great question because there are some fans that are both college football and NFL fans, and I think they're banking on those fans watching college football because it's more important. And they're right about me. If it's the Longhorns, I'm definitely going to watch the Longhorns over an NFL game. Um, But if the Longhorns aren't in it, you know, who knows? 
Uh, the juice. We'll, we'll see. And obviously by then, high school football will be well, be playing state championship yeah. games. So you'll only uh, be like a few teams maybe, that are still playing. Yeah, I've got to look at that calendar too. But, yeah, uh, so there you go. That is uh, the, the football conversation. We'll get to the other football conversations. There are a lot of them this morning. Also some NBA. We've got uh, some what the facts for the end of the hour. Rod takes us behind the burn orange curtain. It's a Friday on Hook Em Up with Ian Rod. Be getting you into a beautiful weekend in Austin, Texas. Glad you're with us. Just getting warmed up. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook them up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Hook them up rolls on on a Friday into your weekend. Coming up for the top of the hour, we'll get some what the facts, including its factual job. Rod has enough jobs, but he's got another job he could have. I got an idea for him. Also, uh, is it a fact, Rod? Did you, uh, you and your wife enjoy a margarita last night? We did not. Couldn't get couldn't get out there. It was crowded out there, too. Packed house, it yeah. Was packed. Well, the weather was almost 90 degrees yesterday. Yeah, if you wanted to be outside yesterday. Everybody had the same idea, so they would have to wait till the weekend. And we'll celebrate National Margarita Day uh, this weekend. Well, and it uh, won't be as warm this weekend, but we'll still be beautiful without a doubt because uh, temperatures, if you're looking to get out the UFCU Dishfalk Field, out to uh, the Carbach Classic. We're gonna, by the way, have a pair, we have a pair of tickets to give away. Nice. My friends over at Brown Distributing to be out at the Dell Diamond this weekend for those games with Texas State and Kentucky and Kansas and Washington State. Uh, but, man, temperatures 75, 77, and 80 over the weekend with bright sunshine each day. We'll take that. So uh, be listening this morning. Lock it in. We'll give you a, give you a chance to be at those games out at uh, Dell Diamond. Uh, this coming weekend, we'll nice. also uh, uh, preview the Texas Cal Poly, California Polytechnic University coming in this weekend, Rod, uh, for three games with the Longhorns. And, uh, oh, yeah, the Yeti Yard's going to be packed. Yeti Yard will be packed. I heard David Pierce talking about it, <laughs> how oh. excited he is to have that out there. Um, but, yeah, this is a big series, important series for Texas. They try to you know, navigate their roster and those kind of things because we've talked about from March 1st to March 10th, the Longhorns are going to play a seven-game stretch where they play – you know, a brutal schedule, man. They better be ready to go mm. because they're going down to Houston to play in that uh, Astros Classic Tournament oh, yeah. where they're going to see LSU, Texas State, and Vanderbilt. Then they're coming home to play the Aggies. And then they're going to Lubbock. It's a sexy stretch of games. Then they're going to Lubbock for three with the Red Raiders and Tim Tadlock's team. Uh, so, yes, these games in these kind of the non-con, uh, figuring out your pitching rotations, your bullpen assignments, and – uh, boy, that stretch will be mm-hmm. kind of season, I don't say defining, but you know, you'll learn a lot about your ball club uh, over those 10 days. That's but uh, Cal Poly coming in at 2-2, two and two, game one of that series, 6.30 tonight. So whatever you're doing this weekend, you might want to plan to do it out, outdoors. It's going to be nice. It's going to be beautiful. This is why you pay those uh, high property taxes and live <laughs> here in Central Texas. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We'll give those like this in February? Oh, it's beautiful. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Ty Henderson is uh, back in the Horn headquarters. We'll be giving those tickets away. Ty, you feeling better this morning, my friend? I'm assuming uh, because you left a little early yesterday because you were under the weather. You did not have a margarita last night. No, I've spent the last two days pretty much sleeping. I, I feel a lot better today. I'm, I'm not having uh, the stomach issues I was having during yesterday's show. Ooh, like yes. Jordan Spieth last stomach weekend at Riviera. Exactly. Was it food poisoning or just no, like a, my, bu- a bug? Um. It, what, I forgot what it was. It's the NAR. It's like a version of the flu, but it's more. Oh, gotcha. It's more yes. uh, bathroom it's gear. It's like a bug. A little stomach okay. bug. Yeah. yeah. I, I was taking you said care your of my girlfriend. Girl- had it. Yes. Yeah, so I was taking care of. She was spending the a few days at my house to get better, and then as soon as she got better, I started feeling bad. So I guess that's just how it goes. So, but that I, is how it goes. I took it a lot. My, I guess my immune system's a little bit hardened for my for my gross ways, but because I'm I'm already feeling better after two days. So. <laughs> 
Oh, my gross ways. Yeah, your, your, <laughs> your body fought it off. I like it. Yeah, okay, man. so test it. glad to see it. If you had a margarita, let us know where you were last night hanging out. Text line is 447-3776. Hit us up there on all the conversations of the morning, including uh, that EA Sports video game that's coming out. We've got college football conversations. Oh, yeah. uh, one more quick college football note, Rod, before we go behind the burn orange curtain. Uh, we, we foreshadowed this yesterday talking about it. Uh, this is the year they got to get some calendar issues sorted out now they that we know we're going out. to a 12-team playoff. Yep. Um, Greg Sankey. The commissioner of the SEC told Yahoo Sports and others SEC is pushing for major changes to the early signing period in college athletics. We'll talk about that more in depth Ooh, coming up, Rod, of right. uh, what changes they want because we just, you know, essentially you just can't have recruiting yeah. going on while there's college football playoff games Seriously, happening. Man. Come on, figure um, it out. The portal can't open essentially when you know the, when they're playing with your t- for the teams that are playing. In the, I mean, it's going to be a, a real challenge to put a calendar together that suits everybody. It might be impossible. But uh, we'll, we'll get into what they're asking for coming up. But right now it's time to do behind Rod's burn orange curtain. What's going on at UT? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And they were all asking themselves the same question. What is behind that curtain? All right. Uh, I want to get into a great article that was written by my man uh, C.J. Vogel uh, for Orange Texas Football, breaking down the uh, the wide receivers uh, for Texas this year. Obviously, you're bringing in Isaiah Bond and uh, Matthew Golden, and you're bringing in uh, Bolden as well. You're bringing in you know three guys in that wide receiving core. Chemistry is probably going to be the biggest factor in determining how quickly those wide receivers acclimate uh, to the offense. Also, their ability to learn the offense. Remember, Sark teaches all the wide receivers all the different positions. He wants position fluidity within an offense, being able to move those guys around. If they don't learn all the positions, then you don't crack the circle of trust and get to see the field uh, for Sark as one of his wide receivers. And he works really hands-on with the wide receivers too. So if you don't know your stuff, he knows. <laughs> All right, um, so I, I, I we'll get into that article here in a second. I got a question though, that I I'm not I, I'm sure how I feel about it. I'm not sure how Longhorn fans are going to feel about it. So you got the new EA Sports college football video game coming out. They want to make it as realistic as possible. I told you they're putting in individual playbooks. Uh, they're going to try to get individual plays from different teams, try to put in individual playbooks in there, and try to make each team experience as close to reality as, as close to a actual game experience as possible as possible right because they at one point they want to do you know they want to do they want to advance this game um to the point where you know they would like even with the modern like artificial intelligence and people wearing um the have you seen the like the ai goggles that they're wearing yes now? the apple uh goggles that, that freaky crazy stuff that would like put you into a game situation as yes. a it's I don't know next level stuff. Anyway, they they got big plans for the return of college football. They know how popular it is. Um, here's the question: Should they put the horns down in it? Because I think they should. Just I think they should. 
should they put the horns down? They, sure, yeah. That's all. The, that's, that's part of college football. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they should put it in there. I think they should put it in there. I, I want to know how Longhorn fans feel about it because I think you can't make a realistic college football game if you don't put the horns down there because it's one of college football's right now most infamous symbols. <laughs> uh, now, though, obviously, we're we're a horns up crew because we love the Longhorns. But uh, everybody who sees the Longhorns, especially going to the SEC, hell, and even leaving the Big Twelve, you've seen more horns down ever before. Hell, we've had multiple horns down controversies, <laughs> discussions already this season. All right, for Rodney Terry and his crew in Texas basketball, I think you put it in the game. I think they got to put it in the game. If they don't put it in the game, I'd be disappointed, honestly, as a Longhorn fan. I'll say that because your game is going to lack the realism <laughs> aspect if it doesn't have the horns down in the game. So there you go. I, I, I don't know. Like, hit us up on the text line and let me know how you feel about it. I know some Longhorn fans get offended by that kind of stuff. I'm not. I think it's the best free marketing and free media you probably can get right now in not just in college sports and all sports in, in general because I don't know if you know there aren't many hand symbols like that that immediately, immediately you know they're so recognizable, you know exactly what it what it's talking about, right? You know exactly what teams are trying to say, and you know who they're referencing. And I think you should keep trying to promote it. There you go. That's my take on the game and the horns down. I know it's it, I don't know if it's being talked about, but I guarantee you somebody in that office of EA Sports is thinking about it, has already done it, or probably is asking some Longhorn official whether how they feel about it, um, even though it's been an issue. Um, maybe even the conference, Big 12, decided that they were going to penalize it at one point for teams doing the horns down, which, by the way, most Longhorn fans disagreed with too. And they disagreed with uh, Coach Terry going off, uh, you know, about the horns down and the handshake line. I don't think Longhorn fans are as sensitive about the horns down as nationally they think we are. They make it a big story. I don't think Longhorns make it a big story. They understand now it's just free publicity. It's just free media. Uh, all right, let's get to this uh, article by my man C.J. Vogel. It was pretty good. He did a, a breakdown, a very thorough breakdown, went down the rabbit hole um, about the new additions to the wide receiving core. And he actually added Jontae Cook in there, which I like too. Um, he believes the top four wide receivers are going to be Isaiah Bond, Jante Cook, you know, and then some combination of Matthew Golden or Silas Bolden. Uh, the 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 stats of these guys also are you know not that far off from each other. I mean, Silas Bolden, 54 receptions for 746 yards, uh, five touchdowns. Matthew Golden, 38 for 404 and six touchdowns. Isaiah Bond, 48 for 668 and four touchdowns. Isaiah Bond has the highest ceiling, and you can even see that from his yards per catch. I mean, he's at with 13.9 yards per catch. Jonte Cook knows the system better than all the other wide receivers. They don't know the system. They don't have chemistry with Quinn Ewers. He already does. So he does have, I think, an advantage in this overall competition. Uh, remember, but he has the least you know, amount of productivity out of all these wide receivers. Only eight receptions, 136 yards, zero touchdowns, 17 yards per catch. If you go look at the alignment of these guys, which I thought was really interesting, remember Sark wants to – Move these guys around. He wants position fluidity. He would like guys to be able to play in the slot, play the X, play the Z as well. 
Um, Isaiah Bond is a guy that played in the slot about 58, 58% of the time, a little over 58% of the time, out wide 40% of the time. Matthew Golden, slot 34% of the time, out wide 65. Silas Bolden, slot 18%, out wide about 80% of the time. Um, Jante Cook in the slot about 18% of the time, and he was out wide about 82. So the the guy that probably is obviously the most evenly split is Isaiah Bond. You can move him around a lot. And Matthew Golden, who was out wide a lot, but still over 34% of his reps were in the slot too. Um, I thought it was interesting that Silas Bolden was not in the slot as much. He was out wide 80% of the time. This is a small guy, small-ish guy, and yet they played him out wide a lot, which means they either played him off the line of scrimmage so they can move him around, or he's a lot more physical as a small-ish wide receiver um, than you know his stature would indicate. And I you do see that on the film. He's physical, but he's out wide a lot of times. Uh, Jante Cook, it'll be interesting to see how Sark uses Jante Cook. Remember Xavier Worthy, he would move X-Man around a lot more. Um, the alignment of the receivers is going to be big this year. Um, the, if you look at the average distance of the target, the A-dot of these guys, uh, Silas Bowden and Isaiah Bond, both above 12 um, A-dot average depth of target. Um, Jonte Cook said over 11. Uh, Matthew Golden around 8.3. See, Matthew Golden's the guy, looks like he was a lot, a lot more of his passes were around the line of scrimmage, at the line of scrimmage, or even behind the line of scrimmage. Now, he showed against Texas he could do both, but you look at his yards after the catch, uh, and that's where he shines. He's at 5.9 yak yards per reception. Isaiah Bond at 4.6. Silas Bowden at overall so above 5. He's at 5.1. Jonathan Cook at 8.3 yards after the catch per reception. If you can extrapolate that uh, in Sark's offense, which is a run-to-daylight offense, right? He likes his wide receivers to be able to catch, catch the ball on the move. He likes movement routes. He's not a big as big a fan of stop routes. He's a movement route guy. He talks about that. That's why he recruits speed. Um, he always claims that when you run stop routes, the DBs are the same speed or faster than my wide receivers. I want them to be able to use their speed, so he wants to be able to get them the ball on the move or what we call movement routes. So that's, that's important, too, because uh, a guy like – you know, John Tay Cook averaging 8.3 yards after the catch per reception. Not saying that's going to stand up, but if he can be that kind of player um, in Sark's offense too, I mean, that will jettison him, all right, to the top of that the wide receiver competition. Drop rate, a uh, bit of a concern with Matthew Golden. He's over 13% drop rate, um, and that's, that's six drops on the season. That's a little concerning, but – um, he's the only one with a high drop rate. I mean, Isaiah Bond's over three. Uh, Silas Bolden's over, uh, close to four, but he's at 3.9. Uh, Jante Cook has only had one drop, but it, it, the sample size was really too small. It, it, so it, uh, you can't really say one way or another if he has a high drop rate. It's a 11%, but he only had one drop, and that's just because his sample size is so small. With this depth of wide receiver, though, I've been saying it for a while, I do think Sark is going to tweak his personnel uh, usage a little bit. He's He has never really used 10 personnel since he's been on the 40 acres um, because 10 personnel, one back, zero tight ends. Um, it, he really likes tight ends on the field. He talks about tight end being the second most uh, important position in his offense behind quarterback. But Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Rita Williams, Cardi B size, making the seven size. But is when he was at Alabama and he had four first round wide receivers, Waddle, Ruggs, uh, Devontae Smith. He, you know, those guys, he actually. 
ended up playing a 10 personnel package. He called it the red package, and he would use, you know, basically blitz the opposing team with speed and with explosive weapons, and that's kind of nightmare fuel for any defensive coordinator. Now, this group isn't that talented. You don't have four first-round wide receivers, but you do have a really deep wide receiving core, and one of the ways to maximize those guys is to put them all on the field together. Especially with a, a veteran quarterback like Quinn Ewers. He should know what to do with those kind of weapons. And you add a Jaden Blue to the mix, that would be a – think about how explosive and how, and how you know, lethal that package could be. Most, you know, most coaches will probably just call a timeout because they'll be outmanned and there'll be a matchup disadvantage that they're afraid is going to end up leading to a, a touchdown or explosive play. Yep, uh, no doubt about that. I mean, you just don't have DBs that fast, right? If you have Nobody four does. guys that are like track speed. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Bond was a 10, 300 meter guy in high school uh, in the state of Georgia. I mean, exactly. he's one of the fastest players in the South uh, coming in. Matthew Golden's got great speed and wheels, and uh, we know what uh, Jonte Cook's all about. That's exactly. Uh, right. Jaden Blue's one of the fastest running backs in the country, too. So yes. No doubt about that. You just don't have that many guys that can run, and you. Almost have to play his own defense. You got to back up. And, then <laughs> and I make remember, it easy on him. I think we all watched it when Sark had Tua throwing to those guys and Mac Jones. No one could keep up with them. I mean, Nobody they really couldn't. I mean, they averaged like 50 points a game. Yep. Um, I mean, this is this is kind of the the strike that they're going to try to build here at Texas with a veteran offensive line and a third year quarterback. Yep. Good stuff right there with Rod Babers. Uh, a lot of a lot of thoughts coming in on the text line on the horns down in the video game. It says uh, agree, like Rod says, free earned media. This says they absolutely should put the horns down. We're always on their mind in the virtual world too. Yep. Says, hell yeah, with the horns down. It'd be great as I run the ball right down their throat for a exactly. touchdown. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. It's awesome. Come on, man. See? I think Lohorn fans are going to dig it. You want it in there, man. You want it, says, it in we're there. We're watching a game where human beings are smashing into each other. We're supposed to be offended by some upside-down horns. No worries. No worries. Don't right. mind it. Yeah, By the way, I don't know this, Rod. I mean, I mean, I know they do the horns down. Do, 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 do they do the thumbs down for the Aggies? I've never seen Has that. Has anybody ever cared enough to do it? No. No? I've never seen that. That's, that's not a thing. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, I don't. That's why I don't. I don't. Yeah, because their hand sign, their hand sign is not famous enough. I don't know. Exactly. Nobody will know what you're doing. They'd be like, "Why is this guy just doing thumbs down?" What is? <laughs> that, uh, that they won't. They won't associate that with the Aggies. You do horns down, everybody goes immediately associating that to the Longhorns. Everybody knows that. Thumbs reference. down to thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs down. No one down cares like, enough. Nobody cares enough. And thumbs down existed before the Aggies were, you know, a thing. Yeah, you know I mean, that was they were doing that back in ancient times. <laughs> Remember the gladiator? Thumbs down, boom. <laughs> so they were doing it before the act. Nobody was doing horns down before the horns down. Well, before the, the long horns, horns is up. A unique brand. I mean, thumbs, a, up, yeah. thumbs up was a hitchhiker. Yeah, when I was growing exactly up. What I'm saying like it wasn't. You know, and I know people still do thumb that. in the air. That was uh, either good job or uh, I'm looking for. Can you pick yeah. me up for a ride here on the side of the road? Yeah. And I know they're still like I know some people do the the, the kind of the rock out symbol where you kind of you're a rocker the rock and roll symbol. Oh that's yeah. That's kind of that, that that's kind of Longhornish, but uh, yeah, the Longhorn thing is very unique. 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 Yes. All right. Uh, we'll come back when we do. We'll pick up uh, the what the facts, including speaking of timeouts, Rod. Okay, you saying coaches take a timeout? I got a story involving timeouts. Also, a new job you may be interested in, Rod. You and others out there oh, could like be that. interested. In. I got it for you. Looking for a side hustle? I got an idea. Come back and what the facts? Hook them up with Ian Rodby. The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn text line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook em up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. All right, busy uh, first hour coming up in our next hour. Rod will have his first rant of the morning. Also, 
We're going to have a quick visit with our good buddy Eric Goodman. Goodman covers uh, Austin FC for the Austin Chronicle. Nice. Get a preview of the uh, 2024 Austin FC squad. Uh, their first game is tomorrow night out of Q2 Stadium in Minnesota United. We'll talk to Goodman. Uh, he always is great uh, to get the uh, the overview of what's going on with Josh Wolf and his, uh, his awesome. football club. It's uh, a lot to do there. Uh, Rod, all right, time for What the Facts. And here's the new job you could apply for if you wanted to. You could be paid, do you know this? You could be paid $2,000 to watch all 10 Best Picture-nominated films. Oh, man, I do that anyway. You see? That's what I'm saying. That's what I do anyway. See? It's part of my uh, annual tradition. Yeah, a company wants to pay somebody, people two grand. Pay me. I'll do that. You will also receive a 65-inch 4K television and a $500 DoorDash gift card for snacks while watching said films. And I get paid. You get paid. Oh. How much I get paid? Uh, Two grand. To watch all the films? Watch all the films. I guess I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I'm down. Do I have to watch them in uh, like when do a certain time frame here? For or? for info and how to apply, go to testcasinos.com. Right. Testcasinos.com. I might have to look into this. I might have to look into this because the uh, the March tenth uh, is the the dead. Like you got to that's yeah, when the, the, the Oscars, Academy Awards yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, so you got about three weeks. No, I like. I mean, I, that literally is something I try to do anyway. I think I've watched more. I've watched half of the nominees for Best Picture. Um, I think the, I still got some I got that don't have access to yet because no, no, they they still make you want to pay to watch them. I'm like I'm not paying to watch. They have to like be available on the streaming apps I got. I'm not gonna pay like money for them. No, I try to. And they're usually by the time the Oscars roll around, they're they're available just in, on in different you know mediums. For, for yeah. folks who don't know, the uh, ten films: American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, haven't Barbie. S- haven't seen. I seen Barbie. The Holdovers. I seen the holdovers. Good. That's with Paul Giamatti. It's not it bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's on what is it about on Peacock, I think. Killers of the Flower Moon. Saw that. Scorsese film. Yeah, that's on Apple Plus. You can watch that on Apple Plus. Maestro with Bradley Cooper. Watch that. That's on Netflix. Oppenheimer. <laughs> you can watch that now on Killian Murphy. I think you can, is it I think it's on Peacock, isn't it? Peacock. Yep. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Uh, now. Watched watch that, that last weekend. Yep, it's great. Past yeah. Lives. That is available now on Paramount Plus, and I have access to it, but I haven't watched it. Poor Things. Yeah, that's the one I have not seen. I don't have access to it yet because they haven't made it available, but I heard they're going to make it available. I just don't know on what platform. And The Zone of Interest. I have not seen The Zone of Interest. So I got like four or five I need to watch. How about that? Pay you two grand, get you a television and a gift card just to. I'll take that. Testcasinos.com, the website. Fantastic. That's where you need to go. I love this age. You can just pay, (laughs) you pay to play video games, you get paid to watch movies. You get, I mean, if you if you can think of it and you can you can monetize it, damn it, in this day and age, I love it, I love it. Uh, okay, how about this? What the facts? Um, and this is a, a Wimby fact. How about this? Wimby fell one assist shy of becoming the fifteenth player in NBA history to record a five by five game, at least five points, at least five rebounds, at least four assists, uh, and sorry, at least five assists, at least five steals, and at least five blocks. He had nineteen points, thirteen rebounds, four assists, five steals, and five blocks. He would have got that fifth assist. He'd have been the 15th player to record a five by five game in NBA history. Damn it, just one assist. He'll shot. get it eventually here. Yeah, he's going. He's going to end up winning Defensive Player of the Year, guys. I'm telling you, like he's leading. In, he's leading the NBA in blocks right now, at 3.2. He's got more. Everybody keeps bringing up Gobert. I'm like, he's got more blocks than Gobert. It's just because his team's not winning. Yeah, they're yeah. 11 wins. 
yeah. and 40-some losses. It's not his fault. Yeah. He's balling. That. He's playing. He's balling. Uh, and that was expected with the roster that they have right now. That's why they're going to get another high pick and maybe add a running mate to go with Wemby as he grows into his 7-5 uh, frame down there in San Antonio. They're, they're actually still on the rodeo road trip. They were in Sacramento last night. All right, Rod, one more what the fact. Your guy, Sean McVay, who, of course, is going to be the keynote speaker for the Longhorn Coaches Clinic next month. Oh, yeah. Sean McVay. You know, good coaches, you know, A's higher A's, B's higher C's, right? Uh, this guy's always looking to improve. He's been criticized at times for his clock management and use of timeouts by uh, fans and others. Well, he has hired a, a new coach right. who is going to be their clock management coach. Wow. Clock management coach. Recognizing that it's an area where he needs to improve, Sean McVay has hired John Stryker as his new addition to his coaching staff with the title of Game Management Coordinator. You know why he shouldn't have given him that title, though, and that, that like that as his, I don't know, role and responsibility? Because if he still got bad, bad clock management and bad game management next season, people, people are going to directly criticize the hiring and talk about how bad it was. You should just – every team has that guy. They just don't give him that role and that title. Every team's got that guy. Every, ma- every major – Football organization, hell, Sark's got that guy. Everybody, if it ain't Jeff Banks, it was Joe D. Camillus. Yeah, I mean, you got that guy. He just, I think, for the sake that he he was being heavily criticized by his fans for that on on that specific in that specific area, he decided, all right, I'm just gonna give that guy the title of the that you know, I mean, of game coordinator or whatever, clock management coordinator, because that's been one of our big issues. But my thing is, man, damn near every coach gets criticized for that. Yeah. Think about it, guys. Every coach you know gets criticized for that. Damn near every coach. There's very few coaches that don't get criticized at one point for their game management and clock management. Sark gets criticized for it. 